everybody. Welcome back to the Ready, Set, Cheer podcast. As always, I'm Jenna Rose alongside former Notre Dame prep cheerleader and former MSU cheerleader Antoinette Phelps. We are extremely excited for this episode today. We have not just one, but four special guests coming on later in the show. We'll introduce them here shortly, but before we get into the podcast, Antoinette, I understand that you have some updates for us. Yes. So... I know it's been kind of a tough week for teams. We had some teams have to drop out of competitions due to COVID and quarantine. Um, Some competitions have been canceled. So it's getting a little bit messy, um, but we are ending, coming to the end of the season now. So last night, as we record this podcast on a Sunday, last night we had some districts go on. So I'm going to read off the top four teams from each district that will be going on to regionals. So from District 1, we've got Granville, Jenison, Hudsonville, Holland, West Ottawa. Division 2, moving forward, will be Plymouth, Roundstone, Woodhaven, Canton, Livonia, Churchill. District 3, Macomb, Dakota, Lance Cruz North, S.H. Stevenson, and Frazier. Moving forward from District 4 will be Rochester Adams, Rochester Hills, Stony Creek, Troy Athens, and Henry Ford. I think uh, Rochester High School actually had to drop out because of COVID. Let's move on to District 5. We have Brighton, Dexter, Grand Ledge, and Heartland. District 6, Grand Blank, Lake Orion, Romeo, and Midland. District 7, Sturgis, Hastings, Gull Lake, and Thorn Apple Kellogg. District 8, Wall Lake Western, Southgate Anderson, South Lion East, New Boston Huron. District 9, we've got Allen Park moving forward, Auburn Hills Avondale, Dearborn Divine Child, and Imlay City. District 10, Flint, Kersley, Fenton, Bay City Western, and Linden. District 11, DeWitt, Cedar Springs, Mason, Charlotte. District 12, Muskegon, Mona Shores, Muskegon, Wreaths, Puffer, GR, Kenawa Hills, and Spring Lake. District 13, Paw Paw, Penfield, Allegan, and Barron Springs. District 14, Grosseal, Monroe, Jefferson, Flat Rock, and Onstead. District 15, Richmond, Nordame Prep, Croswell, Lexington, and Armada. District 16, Birch Run, Chesning, Corona, and Eaton Rapids. Let's see, we have District 17. They, it is posted, but there are no scores. So it, I believe it's going to be Alma, uh, let's see, Carrollton, Escanaba, and Frankenmuth. I believe that is, that is the case, but I don't see any scores posted. District 18. We've got Comstock Park, GR West Catholic, Whitehall, and Belding. District 19, Lawton, Delton Kellogg, Quincy, Bronson. District 20, Hudson, Vandercook Lake, Addison, and Concord. District 21, Adrian Mason, Clarkston Everest Collegiate, Plymouth Christian, and Whitmer Lake. District 22, Montrose, Sanford Meridian, St. Charles, and Merrill. 
District 23, we have Paywama Westphalia, Hart, Breckenridge, North Point Christian. And finally, District 24, we have Marion. I think it's pronounced Marion. Maybe it's uh, Marion. Hooten Lake, Norway, and East Jordan. So those are all of our teams, the top four from each district, moving forward to regionals. Thank you, Antoinette. And we wish the best of luck for everyone competing. We say it probably every single episode, how crazy of a year it's been, but just the perseverance that we've not only seen, but having the opportunity to pick some coaches' brains about how the teams have been adapting has been incredible. Wishing the best of luck to everyone on the note of coaches. So previously on the Ready, Set, Cheer podcast, we have had head coach Julie Goodwin of Allen Park on the show, and we've also had head coach Brooke Miller of Rochester Adams on the show. And again, it was wonderful to hear their personal experiences, the way that they've persevered through the season, what they've been so proud to see from their cheerleaders. And today we are extremely excited to say that we have two seniors from each of those high schools joining us today on the show. From Rochester Adams, we have Carly Schultz and Claire Crutchfield. And from the Allen Park side of things, we have Haley Gent and Kylie Dietz. So they're going to be coming up on the show here on the Ready, Set, Cheer podcast. State Champs Michigan's Ready, Set, Cheer podcast is presented by Lawrence Technological University. Recruit yourself to one of two dozen varsity level sports at LTU, including competitive cheer and dance. Simply log on to the ltuathletics.com and click the Recruit Yourself link. Ready, Set, Cheer is also brought to you by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. The MHSAA needs officials. Go to mhsaa.com. Great part-time pay. Stay connected to the game. Support the kids and the community. It's the best way to give back and get paid. Help wanted. Just whistle. Go to mhsaa.com slash officials. Ready, Set, Cheer is also brought to you by the Detroit Medical Center's Physical Therapy and Sports Medicine Pros. Check out our Game Changers segments with helpful injury prevention and recovery tips. Find them on our State Champs YouTube page or on our website, statechampsnetwork.com or on the State Champs Michigan social media channels. And for immediate access to care, go to dmc.org slash gamechangers. And the Detroit Athletic Club Foundation's Male and Female High School Athlete of the Year Awards are confirmed for Monday, June 7th at the DAC in downtown Detroit. This year's nominees to be announced in mid-April. For more information, head over to DACAthleteoftheyear.com. And the Detroit Athletic Club Foundation's Male and Female High School Athlete of the Year Awards are confirmed for Monday, June 7th at the DAC in downtown Detroit. This year's nominees to be announced in mid-April. For more information, head over to DACAthleteoftheyear.com. All right, now on the Ready, Set, Cheer podcast, we have cheerleaders Haley and Kylie from Allen Park and Carly and Claire from Rochester Adams. Ladies, thank you so much for joining us today. We're so excited to have you share your experience on the show. So for everyone to get to know you, if you don't mind, we're going to go through and everyone can introduce their name, what year they are in school, what school they're from, and then just give a little bit of a background to as they began cheerleading. So Claire Crutchfield, let's start with you. Hi, I'm Claire Crutchfield. I'm a senior at Rochester Adams. This is my 14th year cheerleading, and I started with just um, Rochester Redskins. Wow, 14 years. That's a long time. Well, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. 
All righty, and Caroline Schultz? I'm uh, Caroline Schultz. People call me Carly. I'm from Rochester Adams High School. I'm a senior. And yeah, Claire and I have been cheering together since we were really young. We started out with Rochester Redskins, and then we went through middle schools, and then we came back together in high school for Adams cheer. Wow. So was that pretty cool for you guys to come back again after that time? Yeah. So we were together for like our whole childhood. And then throughout middle school, we like had, she went to West and I went to Van Hoosen. And then we both ended up at Rochester Adams. And yeah, so it's been really fun to be with each other for the past few years. Yeah, for sure. I played softball for a little bit. So it was always fun, even with the travel teams, just seeing the same girls again and then eventually in high school. So I love that. And Haley, your turn. I am Haley Gent. I'm a senior at Allen Park High School. I've been cheering for the last 10 years. I started with Bulldogs and then I worked my way through the middle school program and then I've been cheering at the high school. Love it, love it. Thank you for joining us. And Kylie, your turn. Hi, I'm Kylie. I'm a senior at Allen Park High School and I started cheering when I was little, and I did a couple years of our Bulldog City cheer, and then I started back up again in high school. Back up in high school. Well, that's great that you did that, and you know, and we'd love to hear more about what you guys want to pursue in the future after high school if you do want to consider cheerleading, but at the time, we would love to hear right now how this experience has been this year for you guys. I mean, was it able to bring you closer to your team when you were separated, covid you know, did put some stress on things. So Carly, let's start with you. I think that at one point, once the states and all the competitions started to get pushed back, I think a lot of teams did lose hope and they they weren't really seeing a light at the end of the tunnel. But once everything started to come back in January, it was very hopeful. And I'm just really glad that even though it's a shorter season, that we do get to have a season even though it's a little bit squeezed in before everybody goes off for spring break. But I think that I think it has brought our team closer together just because it really shows how much we could do with such little time that we have. And it's just really great to see that. Absolutely. I mean, I can't even imagine, especially when it comes to senior leadership, how everyone had to evolve as well and not being able to see everyone. So, you know, Kylie, I'd love to ask the same thing to you as well. Um, I agree with Carly about how it was um, losing hope in the season when everything was getting canceled. We didn't know the dates for any of our competitions and everything was just constantly getting pushed back. But to me, my team, it was the only social interaction we were getting when we were allowed to go back to practice. So it definitely did make us closer because we were constantly just wanting to talk to each other to socialize with actual people at the time. So that was really good for me and our team. And so Claire, what did it feel like when you were able to be back together? What were the different ways that you guys tried to stay in touch during that period? So for us, when we first had our season pushed back, we did a lot of Zoom practices. So some girls, if they could, would try to get together in each other's basements and that really helped. But on our Zoom calls, we did do a lot of team bonding and just getting to know each other more because we pretty much have the same team from last year, which is really great for this year, especially with everything that's happening with COVID. So we're just like getting closer together and our bond is like unbreakable right now. Absolutely. And Haley, how was it for you guys over at Allen Park? We had a lot of 
Zoom practices. We did a lot of team bonding over the Zoom practices and we were learning the rounds over the Zoom practices. So when we got to come back to the gym, we were so ready and we got really, really close really fast. And it's really great for us all to finally be able to be together. All right, girls. So it sounds like we have some lost voices there. I was looking at everyone's scores from districts, which I believe was last night for all of you. And Alan Park, so for Haley and Kylie, you came in first for your district, Division Two, And Carly and Claire from Rochester Adams, Division One. you also won your district last night as well. Is that correct? Yeah. Congratulations. That's awesome. So you're all going on to regionals now. Can you, let's see, let's just start with Haley. Can you tell me a little bit about your experience from districts? Um, This year, districts was definitely different. We had our mats facing a different way where usually they face our bleachers, so we face the fans. But this year, we had them turned a different way because we didn't want to pick who was going to be sitting in front of us and who was going to sit be sitting behind us. So it was a little bit different, but... From the second we got there and we started warming up at our high school, like, it was just great. We were all in good moods. Like, we were super excited. And it's just a great feeling going out there and winning for in front of all your family. And for, like, after everything we've been through this year, like, it's just great to be able to win. Yeah, I bet. I've, I've read a lot of reports lately of teams having to drop out of their last competitions or have to drop out of districts because of – COVID or needing to quarantine. So I'm sure you were all very excited that you were able to compete in this competition. Kylie, what about you? What was your experience with districts? To me, districts this year, because of the year we've had, it didn't really feel like districts. It just felt like another home competition almost and really relaxed. And everyone, nobody was really stressed about going onto the mat and it helped that we were home. So it was just, it was a lot of fun and it was a good way to end my last districts with this team. Yeah, that's so Alan Park, you actually hosted the districts. Is that right then? Yes, we did. Okay. Yeah, that's that's awesome. That's always fun when it's not super, you know, stressful or a lot of pressure and it's more fun. Um, I've watched a couple clips of you girls this year and your team looks awesome and you guys definitely look like you're having fun when you're out on the mat. So it's really fun to watch you. Carly from Rochester Adams, can you tell me about your districts? Yeah, so also our districts was extremely different this year. This year we've had a lot of home competitions just because our coach is trying to get us as much practice as we could. So we've had a lot of Adams invites and this um, districts was at uh, Troy Athens High School. So it was a little bit different being out of the Rochester area. And with our districts, there's a lot of contact tracing with COVID. So each practice, it's a little risky because someone might have to get quarantined on the team and it's really hard in this districts we had new girls in each round and three out of the four stunt groups were changed this week so it was like a lot of added pressure but I think that our team handled it very well and each new girl in each round really um, held their weight and didn't let the nerves get to them. Yeah, I've also watched clips of Rochester Adams, and as you girls know, we've talked to both of your coaches this year on the podcast as well, and both teams look really strong. What you were saying, Carly, is that you have to contact Trace before the competitions? 
No. So at our school, if you sit next to someone who may um, have a positive case, uh, the school goes through and contact traces those who sit next to them in classes. So it's really hard because someone might have to get quarantined who's not sick. But since they sat next to someone at school, the school is like saying they have to quarantine. So every day there's like a risk of going to school and then coming to practice and someone that could expose you and like ruin your chances of being on the districts, regionals, and states mat. I see. So it's more through school than it is through your actual cheerleading practices. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Interesting. So that's probably how some of these other teams have had to drop out then. Um, that's, that's too bad. That's a, <laughs> such a crazy year for you girls. Uh, Claire, what was, what was your experience with districts? Um, with districts this year, I think it was all about mental toughness, getting prepared because our team is like physically ready for anything. Um, so we did have a candlelight, which is a great team bonding experience right before districts. It like just brings everybody closer and builds so much trust between each other. So when we got to districts, we all knew what to do and like we do exactly how we practice and we put out great rounds um, on the mat and even with the people going in and having to change some little things, like, it did not affect us at all. And I'm so glad we got to pull out a win. Yeah, that's amazing that you've had to change things last minute, like taking people in and out of rounds, and you were still able to go out there so strong. That's really wonderful that your team's able to be so flexible. Before we continue, I talked how you can recruit yourself to Lawrence Technological University. Here's more. If you're a high school athlete with the dream of playing college sports, Lawrence Technological University wants you to recruit yourself. LTU offers over two dozen varsity sports for men and women, along with several dozen world-class undergraduate programs. Athletic and academic scholarships are available in all sports, including its newest additions, competitive cheer and dance, e-sports, women's hockey, and men's and women's track and field. Visit LTUathletics.com and recruit yourself. Lawrence Tech, where Blue Devils dare. Let's talk about coming back then. So that was districts, which was last night. So you're all moving on to regionals. But let's talk about that part about coming back into competition. When Jen and I have been interviewing people and talking on the podcast, we keep saying, you know, it's early in the season. It's early in the season, but which is weird to say in February. But here we are all of a sudden at the end of the season. So let's go back to the beginning a little bit. Can someone tell me what was the hardest part to catch up on when you actually made it back into the gym with your team? I'll just throw it out to anyone who wants to answer. So when those Zoom practices stopped and you were back in together, what was, was it tumbling? Was it stunting? Was it trying to figure out the formation changes? Was it the stamina during the routine? What was the hardest part? So for my team personally, we all, not only did we learn the, the rounds on Zoom, we also did a lot of conditioning to build up our stamina and have muscles for when we had to start going back to tumbling and stunting full time. So honestly, I feel like for us personally, it was just being able to control the adrenaline rush you get when you compete, because sometimes when you're on the mat, the adrenaline kicks in and you go on autopilot, as our team likes to say, where instead of like focusing in on your team, you're just doing from memory, but you should really focus in. So that way you're able to control situations. And I think just getting that habit back in control and just making sure that you're always focused on what's happening on the mat with your team. Yeah, absolutely. That adrenaline can definitely make you shaky or 
you know, it kind of like takes you out of your body a little bit. So that's a great thing that you guys were practicing of coming back and really being centered and focusing on your, your team and what's going on in that present moment. Uh, Carly, what about you? What do you think? Yeah, I agree with Claire. I do think that we did a lot of conditioning and every day girls would send in videos of their skills. Obviously for everybody, it did take a while to get back into stunting. Once we were able to stunt, we did spend a lot of time on it. And like Claire said, I think the main thing that helped us once we got back into it is really competing and being in front of an audience. A lot of times our JV team would come and cheer us on just to give us some people watching us, add some pressure just so we know what it's like to be on the mat. Oh, that's awesome that you have your JV out for you. Carly, are you a flyer? I was a flyer when I was a sophomore and now I am a side base for the past two years. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Kylie, what about you? What do you think? For me, it was, well, for our team, it was more of, since we were all doing our skills on our own for so long, um, getting back into the groove of doing them in unison with each other, um, because we can all be counting it differently, but once we get together, there's only one way we can count it, and so that was a little difficult, getting our skills on time, Um, and then for our team, I think the easiest part was getting back into stunting because Allen Park were big stunters and the workouts that we were doing throughout quarantine was making us a lot stronger. So throwing those stunts up, it just felt so good. And it was probably the easiest part for us. Oh, that's good. Allen Park does have very strong one-legged stunts. I know you guys can't do pyramids this year or basket tosses, which is kind of a bummer, but your OLEs look awesome. Haley, what about you? I would say the hardest part for our team when we came back was probably everybody remembering where they went on the mat. It was kind of funny because we got there and we were like, truly, we don't know where we're all supposed to go because we've just been doing it in one spot, like standing still. But like Kylie said, stunting was a breeze. Like even when the dates kept getting pushed back for us to start stunting, yeah, that was awful that it kept getting pushed back. But I don't think any of us were nervous about the stunting because we are such strong stunters. Yeah, that's actually funny that you say that because when I talked to both of your coaches from Adams and Allen Park, I think, and other coaches as well, that was the hardest part is trying to teach formations and where everyone's supposed to go over Zoom. So I imagine that that would be very difficult when you come back on the mat with each other. So ladies, you know, just on the note of Antoinette having conversations with your coaches, can you describe to us what the different messages you've received from them and just overall the aura they've given off during first had to make this adjustment when COVID started to how you guys are handling COVID right now during your season. So Claire, we'll start with you. For Coach Brooke, she, for Coach Brooke, her first initial reaction was just to keep on motivating us constantly. And it honestly paid off so much because knowing that she still had hope for a season and everything, even if she was, Um, not fully telling the truth about having full hope. It helped the seniors come together to help lift the rest of the team up to continue working hard over the virtual practices. And when we finally got dates for competitions, we all went back to exactly how we would for any other comp season where it's just hard work constantly and just making sure we are mentally tough tough and physically tough for any challenge. Having that same mindset definitely does help moving forward. 
in this environment. And Carly, since you do go to Rochester Adams with Claire, can you tell us what your experience was? Yeah, like Claire said, I think that without our coaches being so hopeful on the subject and really motivating us to keep going in those times of uncertainty, then like without them, I don't know where we would be. They just are so happy for us when we get got to have a season. Like I know Coach Brooke was overwhelmed with um, happy emotions when we were able to start stunting and start competing. And so I think it really just boosted the team's emotions as well just kind of whatever she's feeling it kind of reflects onto the team so she does a great job motivating us and keeping us like on the spot ready for anything really flexible and I think she does a great job of motivating everybody yes this definitely has been a year for adaptation so I love hearing that the coaching staff and the girls were all able to go through this experience together and learn from it and switching over to the Allen Park side of things Kylie tell us what you all have been through just like Coach Brooke from Rochester Adams, she was always um, our coach, head coach, Julie Goodwin. She was so hopeful throughout the season. She kept remembering or telling us how MHSAA has promised us a season. We will be having a season. It doesn't matter when it's going to be. We will be having some type of season. And she would always just keep telling us we can only control what we can control. And that's what we do while we're at practice and what we were doing on Zoom practices. That's all we have control over. And it's just another way to look at it is MHSAA and the government is going to tell us what we can and can't do, but we have to do what we can to become better when we can do it. It's definitely a message of being able to control the controllables. And Haley, how about for you? My whole team, I think, was really determined throughout this whole thing. My team was all so driven and we all wanted it so bad and we all knew how bad Julie wanted it because we did just win states and Julie was really pushing us and we know that Julie was going to do whatever she could to make it possible for us to compete. She was positive even when it was hard to be positive they let us be upset when they kept pushing things back but they made it clear to us that we cannot dwell we have to keep looking at the positive outlook of things so she has been really great all of our coaches have been so great and my team they've just been so great like I'm so proud that I get to be a part of this program that's so sweet. It was wonderful for Antoinette and I to have the opportunity to talk to Julie Goodwin and just hearing her passion. So it was nice hearing her perspective and how she's gone through her coaching abilities herself. But, you know, looking at this season overall, can you tell us what competitions you've competed at so far and how they went? So we'll start with you, Carly. Like I said earlier, we've had a lot of Adams invites just so we get the experience. We're allowing other teams to compete um, on a weekly basis to get that practice in before the bigger competitions. And each competition is different, like I said, with the different conditions because of COVID and different people in each round. But I think that every single time that we go on the mat, we become more confident and more calm about how we handle it. And I think that I mean, we've been doing great this season. I'm so proud of my team. And even if we don't have our best competition, we just say we want to peak at the right time. We want to peak on state's day. That's when we want to have our best rounds. And so it's just allowing us to have more practice and that we could be ourselves every competition. Our goal is to do better than we did last week. 
So I think that it's just great that we kind of focus in on ourselves, focus on um, our team and beating ourselves in order to um, peak at the right time and just have the best experience that we can. Absolutely. And Kylie, how about for you guys on the Allen Park side of things? So we've been going to a lot of competitions outside of Downriver. Um, so we have been going to a lot of competitions where we compete against D1. And we ended up going to the west side of the state for a competition to see some of the teams out there. Um, we did have one competition at Melvindale that had no fans at all. And it was really weird knowing that you were competing, but there were no fans there. And so that was a really weird feeling because it just – the type of year we've had that's never happened where you have to have no fans at a competition right. um, but all the competitions we've been to we've done really good and just like Carly was saying how you want to peak at the right time and that's what we're definitely waiting for yeah and that's interesting you brought up the note of no fans how was it for you maybe not having your friends or family there to watch and be in that environment it was in the beginning of the season, and at first it sucked because when you're a senior, you want your parents there for every single one of your last competitions. But once we got into the gym, it did not feel like a competition. It just felt like a practice with uniforms on. Um, and so that was like – it was a really relaxed competition, so it was a good feeling. And we honestly did really good because we could all – keep the cheers slow and everything and you're not rushing it with the fans and the adrenaline pumping. Both of your teams are 2020 state champs. So as I already mentioned, Allen Park won their districts yesterday. Rochester Adams won theirs as well. And you both were um, the top teams a year ago. So I asked your coaches this question too. Do you think you will be able to repeat your state champs this year in 2021? Haley, what do you think? I have no doubt in my mind that we won't, that we're going to be able to repeat our 2020 um, state championship. There is no doubt, like, after everything we've been through, like, my team, we are so hungry. And I just think that we are so ready. Like, if we could go to state finals now, I think we would walk away as state champions like we are so ready and I'm so excited I just I cannot wait we oh. just have to get there I get love there it. with no COVID just we just got to get there Kylie what do you think I agree I have no doubt in my mind that this team can do it again um we definitely have a brand new team and a younger team this year and so it's just amazing how hard we've worked and what we've been through there's nothing that can stop us besides getting sick but we currently are in school right now so it's just a matter of fact of everybody staying home and staying away from the outside world for the next six days so we can just make it there so it sounds like COVID might be the only thing standing in your way what do you think you have going for you this year I know you said you have a young team or Haley said you have a young team so what is it that Allen Park brings this year that's really strong I definitely feel our stunting is always strong, but the way we perform our rounds, you can tell that we want it. And this is our escape from COVID. It's like, even though we're wearing a mask, we're following the protocols, like there's not that many fans, but once we get into the mat, nothing else matters. And 
we're all just so happy to just finally have a season and actually be able to compete and make it this far. And you're right. Nothing will stop us besides COVID. That's the only thing standing between us. Oh, I love that. That going on the mat is your escape from everything else. I totally get that. Let's go over to Rochester Adams. Carly, do you think you can be 2021 state champs this year? Like, as they said, there's no doubt in my mind. We have a very similar team to last year. We lost four seniors last year. So we have a lot of experience on the state uh, floor. And I think that everybody's so confident. We constantly remind ourselves that we are so lucky having the same team as the state champion in the previous years, it happens once in a blue moon. So we really just want to take advantage of it and don't let the opportunity pass us. I think that Brooke Miller and the Adams staff and these cheer teams have really been shaping Adams like cheer history for the past few years, building it up. And we obviously want to keep building it. We're still hungry. We still want it. And we want to keep building the legacy and we want to keep changing history. Like, for example, that was our second district's um, championship in a row, and I don't think that's happened before. And we just want to keep striving for that second state championship, keep changing history, and having fun while we do it. That's amazing. Claire, what do you think? Yeah, going off of, like, everybody, there is no doubt in my mind this team will um, – sorry. <laughs> there is no doubt in my mind that this team won't be state champions. We are definitely going back-to-back. Um after state champ on um, the state championship in 2020, um, we all sat down in the hotel room and we were like, okay, now how are we going to do it again? Like we, since day one, have been hungry for a second title and nothing will come in our way to get that title. We have so many people that lo- know every single part of every round that not even COVID can stop us at this point. Okay. So it sounds like it, you don't have too much standing in your way and you also have a returning team for the most part. So that's what you have going for you. So like Alan Park, they're, they're saying that they're really good at stunting. Is there something that Rochester Adams stands out with? I think Adams really stands out in our like performance and like passion when we do every routine. We are so in sync with each other, especially having like a lot of sisters on the team and like everyone is best friends with each other. Like we are a family and we are just united when we're on the mat and you can tell that as we perform. Yeah, I agree with you. You definitely can tell that your team has a very, very strong bond with each other. Well, there you have it. We think Rochester Adams and Allen Park are going to be back-to-back state champs. So we're definitely wishing you both luck. Let's talk a little bit about your favorite cheerleading skill and your least favorite one. So if you girls listen to the podcast, you know that I cheered at Notre Dame Prep and I also cheered at Michigan State. And I've talked before about my favorite skill. I've always loved stunting. I loved when I did it in high school with three girls and I loved partner stunning in college, but I did not like tumbling and tumbling was always very hard for me, especially that standing back tuck was always kind of a thing I had to practice all the time. And if I didn't, I would lose it. So let's talk about each of you, your favorite cheerleading skill and your least favorite one, or I should at least say the one that you need to keep improving on. Let's go back up to Haley from Allen Park. What do you, what's your favorite skill? My favorite skill would probably be my back tuck. It used to be my least favorite skill because 
I used to never, ever be able to stick it at the cheer competitions because my adrenaline would be so crazy, but it's really become my favorite skill probably because of how hard I've had to work to like get it to be where it is now. And now I can stick on the mat, but that it has become my favorite skill. Definitely. That's great. I love that. I know exactly what you're talking about (laughs) where when you finally can do it, you're like, okay, now this is my new favorite. (laughs) Kylie, what about you? Yeah, my favorite skills has to be the tumbling ones and probably my back tuck. Um, Same with Haley. I used to not be able to stick on the mat because of my adrenaline. But I've gotten to the point where you just got to take the deep breath before you do it and automatic stick. But my least favorite has to be the pike jump in round one because for some reason I haven't been able – well, I have figured it out. But it's just like a hit or miss almost with that jump. Yeah, I could, I see that. That is kind of an awkward one. I remember we we used to have that in our round one years ago when I chaired at Notre Dame, but that is a tough one to get. All right, so we've got some strong tumbling then from Allen Park. Let's go to Rochester Adams. Carly, what is your favorite cheerleading skill? So I think I am definitely a fan of stunting. I've been um, in round three for the past two times, we've been two states, once as a flyer, once as a base. So I think it's great that I have different experiences and different positions. And last year, I was given the opportunity to base alongside my sister, who's a year younger than me on the team. So that was great. I think that every year getting a new stunt group and creating a new bond is just something that you'll never forget. You'll never forget the memories with your stunt group. And it's just amazing to make new friendships. And I think my least favorite skill would have to be that standing back tuck. Um, some people know the hardships of mental blocks and I'm fine with spring hands, handspring tucks and everything else, but just those standing tucks really get to my head sometimes. And I think I've definitely had a love hate relationship with that for the past few years. I completely understand where you're coming from. <laughs> Claire, what about you? Going off with Carly, I love stunting. It is my favorite thing ever. Um, I was a side base my first two years at Adams, and now I'm a main base. And my favorite stunt is a one-man full-up. I um, We did it last year a couple times in competition. And my least favorite skill is um, – definitely jumps but my of those jumps it's universals um toe touches I already um don't have a I have a love-hate relationship with but adding the extra arm motions while you're jumping is also that's quite a high level of difficulty yeah I actually haven't heard anyone talk about universals this year do you have it in your routine it's not in our routine this year but my past years at Adams it has been Okay. Yeah, that one is definitely a tricky one too. All right. So it sounds like we all have a love-hate relationship with tumbling and with some certain jumps, but everyone pretty much likes stunting. Competitive cheer is always about good sportsmanship. It's a motto that MHSAA wants to reinforce across all sports. Listen to this. Sportsmanship has never been more important between the lines in athletics and outside those lines in our communities. To listen, to respect, to understand, to practice common decency, to have competition without contentiousness. Sportsmanlike qualities are essential components of life itself. 
Let's all work together to not only be good sports, but good people. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Let's talk about, this one's kind of a funny one, but if anyone has any superstitions or anything special you do, maybe before your competition or during your competition, I know when I cheered at Notre Dame, I had this little cheerleader bear, a green and white bear that I would carry along with me. And it had to be at every competition and people held it up front for us while we were competing. And it was like just a thing that I had to have. Does anyone have something like that? Let's go backwards. Claire, let's have you start. Do you guys have anything at Adams or maybe something you do particularly for yourself? I know a couple of girls on the team that do have a lot of superstitions. Some of them um, that do not compete in round three, they wear our team necklace we get every year. We get a new one that represents something that we want to focus on this year. Um, this year we have uh, we had got a crown for keep the crown because that's in um, our round two. And for me personally, I don't really have many superstitions, but a weird thing I like to do before round three is I bang my hands against um, the walls and I, I don't know, it just gets my hands all like warmed up and like ready for like just to hold my stunts. Oh, that's an interesting one. I think I've seen people do that before. Okay. Carly, what about you? This is very funny because me and my sister and I are very superstitious. We both eat an apple and drink a Celsius before each um, competition. We listen to three songs that we've been listening to for the past um, few years we've been on the team together and every single competition we pull into the parking lot and we dance outside the car like with the music blasting to get our energy up and then just small things that I do with the rest of my teammates like small little handshakes before we go on to like each mat like I I don't know it's just builds off of each other like each other every year it's just so fun to have those little inside jokes and those superstitions, I, I am, I just, <laughs> I don't want to do it, but I feel like I have to in order to do well. So my sister and I are always on top of it, each competition. Yeah. Now you're stuck doing them because it worked the one time. So now you have to keep Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You said you cheer with your sister? Yeah. My sister is a junior. Her name is Gigi Schultz. Uh, we stunted together last year and it's just been a great time being with her on the team, she made it her freshman year on varsity. I made it my sophomore year. So we've kind of been hip and hip ever since she came up to Adams. And so it's been really great to make those experiences with her. And it's going to be hard for both of us next year, just because the different ages. Right. How fun to be able to cheer with your sister. That's amazing. Said you were a senior. So do you know where you're going to, if you're going to college, do you know where you're going? I'm still waiting to hear back from a few schools. Um, I'm very interested in Michigan State. And also, I've been looking into the University of Georgia. So I'm really interested. It's kind of like the battle between in-state and out-of-state and whether or not to be far from your family, especially with everything going on with COVID and not knowing whether the country will go back into those lockdowns and you'll be stuck at home either way. So we'll see. Yeah. Well, I'm sure your sister's going to miss you next year. How fun that you have been able to cheer with together for those two, what, two years, three years? I think, it, yeah, this is the third year. Oh, how fun. Yeah. All right. Let's go to Allen Park. Kylie, do you have any superstitions or anything special you do before or during the competition? 
So our team, we always have to listen to this motivational speech and it's called Win at All Costs. And we listen to it before every single competition and we've done it ever since I came on the team as a freshman. And we also have these little links that we put things on that mean a lot to us. And before the competition, we say something um, that has to go with our team and then we like link up and it makes this big long sash almost and somebody on the team wears it for the whole competition and it cannot touch the floor if it touches the floor it's bad luck <laughs> and another one that I've had personally is past years if depending if we win districts I will keep those socks and not wear them until regionals and not wash them because they're <laughs> my lucky socks <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Um, I remember Julie when she was on the podcast a couple of weeks ago talking about those links. That's such a cool thing that your team does. I feel like I need to see a picture of this. Um, I have mine right here that I could show. So, hold on. There it is. So, you just have little things oh, on them. Okay, so for everyone listening, it's just what those are links that have. What is that, your name on it? What's that little purple band? So this was actually um, one of my brother's best friends his freshman year. He passed away from cystic fibrosis, and this has been the wristband that I've had ever since he was um, going through his fight. So it's been on my link since my freshman year. Um, Very. So. so these are all things that are special to you. Yes. And everyone has different ones, but then you all link up. Yes. How fun. What a great idea. Very cool. Thanks for showing it to me. Haley, what about you? My team is very superstitious. Sometimes I don't really think we like to admit to it, but we are. So before round three, I, well, we'll just start out all the rounds. I have to hug everybody before I can go on the mat. And if I miss one person, I freak out. So I hug everybody before round one and round two and round three. And before round two, I specifically have to hug Julie because I hugged Julie one time and then I stuck my tuck. So then ever since then, I've been having to hug Julie because I, for some reason, I think that's what is making me stick my tuck. And then before round three, I have to make sure everybody lines up against the wall so I can shake everybody's hand and look them in the eye in the eyes and tell them that they've got this. And then I go around and then I have to do my coaches in the same order every time. And then I have to look myself in the eyes and hold both of my hands and tell myself that I got it. And then we all have to hold hands before round three. We all lock hands and we like shake our hands back and forth. And then like we jump up and down and then we all hug each other and then we go. Oh my gosh. That sounds like you might need an extra like 15 minutes before the competition starts. Yes. So well, when we, when we start, I'm like, everybody, you got to be up against the wall right now, right now. So I can make sure I get everybody. So we get it done because 2019 at States. We didn't do it, and we did not. We didn't do the best at state finals in 2019, and so like in my mind, I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's why." So like, I make sure every competition that we have enough time to do that. Well, definitely seems to be working for Allen Park this year. Yes, I absolutely love hearing these stories. It's so amazing how you can develop a sisterhood 
with your team. You become family. And just hearing you guys share your stories, I would love to hear your favorite memory with your team. And it, you know, it doesn't have to be this year. It can be any of the years that you've been cheerleading when it comes to your high school. So Carly, we'll start with you from Rochester Adams. Oh, gosh, I don't even know. I think that um, I think that every summer it's really great that um, each summer we have a field day with uh, the varsity and JV teams together and each senior kind of gets or like senior junior depending on how many people we have gets a team and the color and we like have a whole field day and a ton of games and everything and I'd say last year um, when my team won the blue team representing the blue team and we won it was just so great because I was a junior and I got to be a leader and it was one of the first times that I really felt like I was leading the team and like bonding with kids that like younger underclassmen that I've never really talked to before and so it's just really great to start the season out in the summer like with a strong bond even with just a few girls on JV as well and knowing that you like they have someone to talk to for like the rest of the season and it's just really great to have fun with the whole team and team bonding it's just by far my favorite memories yeah that's a really cool idea that you guys do that and it must be exciting to fill into that leadership role as well meeting the younger girls coming on so Claire how about you for me favorite memory I've had which year is last year our team was very so last year in the locker room, our team was quite loud, I'd say, because of how much fun we would be having. We had this certain playlist we play, and even the coaches left the locker room and everything, and it'd just be us having fun. And I think the bond that we all created, well, and they're just dancing around and singing the words to, like, our favorite songs, I, that's a memory I'll never forget. And I'm sad that this year that was taken away from us. Yeah, no, I can't even imagine because those are definitely those special moments. <laughs> and then going to the Allen Park side of things, Haley, what's your favorite memory that you've had cheering for Allen Park? I, I have so many favorite memories. It's hard to just pick one since I've been on the team since my freshman year. But I think my favorite memory has to be last year's team we kind of had like a rough start last year we fell a lot at competitions in round three and so like we all like dreaded doing round three but one competition it was the last time we fell like we had like a serious talk as a team and we were like if we want to make it to state finals like we have got to get it together and then from that moment on like we just decided that we were going to do it for each other and leave it all on the mat and have no regrets. And that has to be my favorite moment because after we had that talk and we were so serious with each other and like we really talked about like how bad we wanted to be state champions, we were untouchable. So that has to be my favorite memory. I love that so far, just hearing all of you guys talk, the memories are a little bit different, but for that, that shift in energy and that shift in mindset and keeping the focus on doing it for one another, that certainly is extremely special. And Kylie, how about for you? So one of my favorite memories has to be when every single year we do this thing, it's called a road rally, and we do it the week of state finals normally, but this year we won't be able to do it because we can't have um, people in the cars, but our coaches give us groups and we go around the city of Allen Park having to do different things. We have to do like cartwheels in front of the middle school and 
just a ton of different things. And we all meet at a specific spot, whether you're getting ice cream or food or something. And it's the most people who get the list done wins. And so it's just always, it's a good time, like right after practice and we're all in a car and different groups of people. Um, and it's, it's so much fun just competing against one another to do something so silly. Right. It's a fun rivalry when you're competing against each other doing that. I, these memories sound so fun. You guys are making me wish that I cheered. <laughs> it was funny hearing you guys talk about the stunts. I was like, ooh, that sounds pretty hard. But anyways, I know we touched on this briefly, Carly, when it comes to your aspirations with college. I know you've been talking to MSU, and I believe you said the University of Georgia. So going to Rochester, Adams, Claire, do you have any aspirations to cheer beyond the high school level? Unfortunately, I do not um, have any aspirations to continue um, after high school. I just want to focus on my education and just planning out the rest of my life on out. But I am going to be um, attending MSU. Well, congratulations for getting into MSU. And I completely understand. And what's special about playing a sport, and especially with cheerleading, you can take those memories with you and things that you've learned and you're able to apply it to your everyday life. So, you know, it's still with you in a sense as you move forward. And you never know if you go back to it at some point or not from a coaching standpoint. And to Alan Park, Haley, how about you? I'm going to be going to Michigan State. I wanted to cheer for a really, really long time, and I always thought that I would be cheering. But as I've approached my senior year, I just realized that it's something I didn't, I don't want to do it anymore. Like I'm done after high school, which is sad, but I'm ready to just focus on school. And I'm always going to keep the memories from being on the Allen Park cheer team. And I think that's something that's really, really special. So sadly, I will be done cheering March 27th. No, I understand. And I can't imagine the physical toll that you all have been through when it comes to the dedication to be a cheerleader. So I can understand at times it's nice to pick up and move on with your personal lives. So Kylie, how about for you? When I first started looking at colleges, I was really into cheering at the college level. And then I started thinking about it deeper and I knew that no matter where I go, there will never be another program like the one that I'm in right now. Um, these girls, they're like sisters to me and Julie Goodwin and the whole coaching staff, they're like other moms to all of us. And I just know that wherever I go, it won't be the same. And I don't know if I could handle that. And so I will be attending Grand Valley State University next year um, and rooming with one of my teammates. But we both decided to not cheer at the college level. Yeah, I understand. It's even as a college athlete myself, I understand it. The dedication and the time that it takes can be really tough, but that's glad that you two get to go there together. And Antoinette, you have to be happy hearing about all these MSU yes, <laughs> students. Yeah, I'm hearing lots of Michigan State. Congratulations, though, to all four of you, though, for your, your college picks. And I completely understand. I cheered at Michigan State, and it was a completely different lifestyle than my friends that didn't do a college sport. It was a lot of time, a lot of, I guess, time away from friends and parties and schoolwork and all these other things that I was trying to do. 
Yeah, and even the passion that you're going to have as you wrap up your season, I feel that's going to bring a completely different element to your routines and how you perform and the bonds that you have going in, like you're saying when you're talking about your superstitions coming in and the conversations you have, and you just might hug a little, you know, just a little bit harder before you go out there. So again, congratulations to everyone. It sounds like you all are having wonderful seasons coming up to this point. And before we wrap up the interview, if anyone just wanted to add anything else that they would like to share, whether it's about their personal cheerleading experience or just being with their team overall, or what you'd want someone listening to this podcast who maybe hasn't seen your program, what they need to know. So the fun thing with our program, or at least my personal life too. So my mom was an Adams cheerleader and there's this yearly game for future Adams cheerleaders where each cheerleader gets um, a young girl, usually elementary school or middle school that they sign up and they get to cheer side by side with us. And we get to practice and teach them cheers and have a great time with them. And so it's really interesting because I was a future Adams cheerleader. And these past few years, I have been like the mentor kind of. So that's been a great tradition to have. And I'll always be thankful for that. And I'll always just be thankful for all of our coaches, Coach Brooke, Coach Jocelyn, Coach Brooke always says that um, I remind uh, her of herself when she was in high school. And I think that's just one of the best compliments that I could get. And it really makes me like, makes me want to do it for her and do it for the team. And so, yeah, that's all. No, that's extremely meaningful. And I love that you guys do that, that pairing with the mentorship that, I mean, <laughs> that'd be so cool if I'm picturing myself in elementary, being able to cheer alongside a high schooler. That's incredible. And uh, Claire, how about for you? I think what's special about our program is that we are not only is the varsity team really connected, but even when we have JV and freshman teams, like we make sure they are always included in everything. And I think that really like builds up the program and our reputation around um, Michigan that it's like we're very open to everybody um, that everybody is always like having a great time with us and no one's ever feeling left out or anything. And I think Coach Brooke does a great job of just not only leading the varsity team, but helping um, the coaches lead their JV and freshman teams. And you, you know it's a great program when we have some of our coaches, our returner Adams cheerleaders. Right. At the end of the day, I mean, you guys are all sisters and you're all cheering, you know, for the same goal, the same school. So I love the involvement when it comes to the different levels. And even, you know, it sounds like just hearing all of you guys speak when it comes to the different grades that are even on the same team. It sounds like you all are very involved and all very close. And so switching over to Alan Park, Kylie, what would you want listeners to know specifically about your program or even just with your personal cheerleading experience? Um, for Allen Park, our team, and we have an amazing JV team and also a huge middle school program, is that it's not just cheer. It's we help each other through our personal lives and through school and everything that goes on throughout your life. We all help each other through everything. And it's just amazing how close you can take a 14-year-old freshman and an 18-year-old senior and make them become best friends. And it doesn't matter the age you are, you're, you're a family. And that's really what it is. And I just want to thank all of our coaches for letting me be a part of their family. It's just, it's amazing to me. 
You guys, I might start tearing up over here <laughs> at this end. I love everything that you all have to say. And of course, last but not least, Haley, what are your takeaways? Um, first off, I want to say thank you to Carrie O'Reilly. Carrie O'Reilly, if you're listening to this podcast, I want to thank you for getting me into cheerleading because if it wasn't for you, I probably would have never started cheering. So thank you. I want to thank my teammates for giving me the most unforgettable cheer experience the last four years of us winning all the time, us becoming a family. I literally, I'm cheering with my best friends every single day and I couldn't be more thankful that I get to do that. And I absolutely love the sport that I do. And I love all of my teammates so, so much. And I'm going to miss them so much. And I want to thank my coaches, Julie, Megan, and Tina for everything they do and for giving up time with their family and being like moms to all of us, we would not be as good as we are without them. Like they, you, they, they are so great. And I'm just so thankful. And I am seriously so, so, so proud to be able to say that I'm an Allen Park cheerleader. It is something that I will always cherish. I'm just, I'm so happy and I'm so thankful for all of them and my team. Yes, it's definitely something that you're going to carry with you moving forward. And for all of you ladies, even who aren't going to be competing at the collegiate level, just the lessons you learn, the memories you have, it changes you forever as you move forward. So this was honestly incredible to have you guys all come on because, you know, we talk about the different competitions on the podcast and just to hear your personal stories and what goes on behind the scenes, especially during these times with COVID and the uncertainty and the way all of you have bounced back and persevered, it's incredibly inspiring. So thank you all for joining us on the podcast today. This was, this was amazing. Thank you for having us. I also wanted to say, I love Rochester Adams. I'm rooting for you guys. And yes. we love Allen Park and are rooting for you guys no, too. Oh, yeah, we are such fangirls of Allen Park. Yeah. <laughs> When we hear that A-L-L-E, just trust me, our whole team is screaming that in the back and we do fangirl over you guys. And so we're so proud that you guys have been having a great season as well. A ginormous thank you to our defending 2020 state champs for those four ladies to come on. It was really awesome to just hear about their personal experiences and Antoinette, I, I was trying not to tear up a bit. I'm going to be honest when they talk about their favorite memories and just the bonding experiences that they've had with their team and the relationships between the upperclassmen and the lowerclassmen, even being extremely involved in the JV teams. It was really great to get that insight, especially since we've been talking to a lot of head coaches on the show and getting their experience. So having the perspective from the athletes themselves, I think that was really great. Yeah, they definitely brought back so many high school memories when they were talking about some of their, you know, little superstitions that they do and just how tight-knit their teams are. It, same with me. It definitely was making me tear up a little bit. Like, I'm just remembering all these fantastic times, and these girls are definitely going to have those memories. They seem really proud of their teams. I know it's been a really tough year for all sports, but we've been following cheerleading specifically, and it's just been tough to watch some of these teams and what they've had to go through. So overall, just very inspiring, and we were wishing Allen Park and Rochester Adams the best of luck. So excited to see what they do in these last two weeks of cheerleading. Yes, thank you again to Carly, Claire, Haley, and Kylie. 
We are extremely excited. Uh, coming up here for this season, our last episode, if you're listening, this will technically be next Friday, but our last show will be a wrap-up of regionals and states. So for everyone just listening so far, we really appreciate the support that we've had, and we've just really had this mission to shed light on the cheerleading community, the high school cheerleading community, because the dedication and the perseverance is unbelievable. I mean, this is one of the hardest sports out there. So thank you for listening to us. And, you know, whether you're a parent or a cheerleader or a fan, just having the passion and energy to drive what we're doing here. And like Jenna said, so next one is our last podcast, but we should be hopefully starting up again in the fall, depending on how these seasons go. Like I said, I know this year was a little, a little uh, crazy, but if anyone would like to email us at readysetcheer at statechampsnetwork.com, we would love to have anyone reach out to us if you would like to be part of the show next year. I know we've already had some people reach out to us and we're kind of wrapping up our season now, but we definitely would love to have them come on next year. So if you or you have any seniors, you're a coach, a parent, you have anything to do with cheerleading, we would love to have a chat with you. So please feel free to email us. Yes, especially we would love to have a male cheerleader come on because we would really love to shed light on that and pick your brain. So if you know anyone who has cheered and they are male, we would love to have them come on to the show next season. But Anyways, thank you all for joining us on the Ready, Set, Cheer podcast. You can always email us at readysetcheer at statechampsnetwork.com. Hope you guys all have a great week.